0: now.
1: Hello and welcome to the Cindy Gross Show. I am your host, Cindy Gross. Many of you know me from Cindy's Corners radio show, but we have grown and we are now syndicated. So for those of you who don't know who I am, let me introduce myself. I am a Jewish activist. I am an education activist. Many of you know me when I ran in 2020 as a pro-Trump congressional candidate out of New York. I am the chair of Jewish Vote GOP. I was the Jewish advisor for the National Diversity Coalition for Trump in 2020. And many of you read my articles in Israel National News, Reactionary Times, BizPack Review, and The Times of Israel. And you have seen and heard me on multiple TV and radio interviews on timely topics relating to American Jewish issues and education. About a year ago, I was approached to start a radio show highlighting headlines and trends, Cindy's Corners. From a show with 100,000 listeners, I am proud to say that we are going to be the premier woman Jewish activist syndicated show. Please check in your area where you can find us, Saturdays or Sundays, uh, whether or not you're on the East Coast or in the Midwest, and we will soon be uh, on the West Coast as well. Plus, you can always download us internationally through every major podcast outlet from iHeartRadio and Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, have been. You can always find us on my website, Cindy's Corners, and through all the social media outlets I am on. So as I say all the time, welcome into my corner. Every single day there are headlines, Prices are going up, long lines, empty shelves, safety, war. What are we living in? How did everything change in the year? But I want to talk to you about something close to home for me that you should be very well aware about. This past week, the New York State GOP held its annual convention in Long Island. Why Long Island? Because in November, 2021, in the bluest of blue states, crime, bail reform, taxes, safety, religious freedom, Mandates, school choice, all made headlines as issues pointing towards a red victory. Here is my message to every GOP county leader, committee person, state leader, volunteer. We could be winning a lot more than we are. We could be winning in blue states that you ignore. We could be winning If we follow and listen to the voters who want the Donald Trump, America first policies that brought us happiness and unity among all of us in 2016, 2017, 2018, we are hearing now from Democrats. It's all over social media. There was no war during Donald Trump. Only those that are so embarrassed and so jealous that Donald Trump produced no war, in fact, made peace a very important part of his platform in areas around the world that no one thought possible. Those are the only critics because they know they can't answer for what's going on in D.C. So here is my advice. Yes, we saw with the New York State GOP some new faces, We saw a Jew, we saw a Hispanic, we saw a Black as nominees. But what we didn't see is real unity, a real fight, a real ability to win. And I'm hearing this around the country. I am telling you that it is not a sure thing in 2022. And it is not a sure thing in 2024. We have the media against us. We have George Soros money against us. We don't know what's going to happen day to day. But what we do know is that if we go through another year, another year and a half of what we've been experiencing, we might not be here. And that is really sad. So I want to tell you on this show we're going to have discussion with like-minded people like myself, Trump supporting America first uh patriots. But I'm also inviting on those that might not agree with me because I want to have some serious discussion and I want to have some serious common sense goals. And joining us now is somebody who's going to talk about the headlines in Russia and Ukraine. You-
2: the eight-day holiday of Passover begins at sundown April 15th through April 23rd and is celebrated by Jews around the world with two nights of festive meals, the setter, and lots of wine, four cups each night to symbolize freedom from bondage. The folks at Royal Wine Corp., the largest manufacturer, importer, and exporter of kosher wine, offers wines from all over the world in every price point. Founded in 1848, Royal Wine Corp.'s mission is to be the premier manufacturer, importer, and distributor of specialty wines, spirits, and liqueurs from around the world. The commitment to perfection and family tradition spans over eight generations and has experienced growth since its beginning. Royal's portfolio of domestic and international wines ranges from traditional wine-producing regions of France, Italy, and Spain to up-and-coming ones like Israel, New Zealand, and Argentina. Additionally, Royal Wine Corp's spirit and liqueur portfolio offers some of the most sought-after scotches, bourbons, tequilas, and vodkas, as well as hard-to-find special items such as flavored brandies and liqueurs. To find out more, visit the Royal Wine website and find out where you can pick up all your wine needs or order online with discounts on many favorites.
1: The headline this week, of course, is everything that's going on in Ukraine and Russia. And being a Jewish activist, I'm very lucky to meet fellow Jewish activists. And joining us now for his brief summary of what's gone on this week is Michael Levitas is a Russian-American radio host, journalist, and he has been in the news everywhere, updating America. So tell us, yep. in a few words, in a few minutes, the summary of what's going on and what we as Americans and as international Jews should be concerned about.
3: Well, first of all, Senia, thank you for having me and uh, good luck in your show. I'm very proud of you. Uh, and the news coming out of uh, Ukraine is very, very worrisome for our community. Uh, there's a large uh, Jewish population in uh, Ukraine. Of course, we want peace for everybody, all nationalities. Um, unfortunately, historically, Jews have been uh, collateral damage in many conflicts. And already we have seen some uh, Jewish victims in this conflict, um, the Jewish blood being spilled. Uh, we believe unintentionally. I'll give you an example, uh, just recently, a uh, Jewish man was fleeing Odessa, a city in uh, Ukraine, into Poland in a Jewish convoy. And Ukrainian defenders made a mistake. They thought because of his beard, he's a Chechen fighter who's fighting against them, and they shot him. That's the reports we're getting. Uh, very unfortunate. Unfortunately, in the war, this is what happens. Uh, so we're all praying, hoping this conflict will stop immediately. Uh, Russia and Ukraine has a very complicated and uh, painful history with their Jewish population. Uh, There's definitely always was and still is anti-Semitism both in Russia and Ukraine. Uh, it is unfortunate that uh, President Putin is using um, anti-Semitism, whatever extent there is in Ukraine, uh, to justify this conflict. His invasion of Ukraine has nothing to do with Jews whatsoever. Uh, It is disconcerting that he is saying he wants to denazify Ukraine. So he is uh, using Jews as I would say pawns in this conflict. We don't want to be part of it. We want a peaceful resolution for all. Um, Of course, there is uh, some anti-Semitism still in Ukraine and Russia. I want to bring, uh, point, uh, bring attention to there are some factions of uh, Ukrainian nationalists who are aligned and they're using uh, the flags and the uh, mottos of the UPA. UPA was an uh, Ukrainian insurgent army in World War II. They were fighting the Soviets. They were Nazi collaborators. They are responsible for deaths of thousands of Jews in Ukraine during World War II. Unfortunately, some Ukrainians are fighting the Russians under their banner and using their heroes, such as uh, Stepan Bandera, a known anti-Semite and murderer of many Jews who became a hero in Ukraine. Um, That is not right. There's no such thing as a good Nazi. You cannot be fighting... Russians, and the same time using the banner of anti-Semites. So that should be part of the dialogue, 100%.
1: So uh, there's also been reports that Israelis who went to live in Ukraine had been injured and or killed. And, of course, there are many, many Jewish organizations right here in America that are in contact with people, raising funds. I could just say the Chabads have been wonderful at this. Yes, Absolutely. And we will continue serve, um sharing information as we get it. The Russian insider, radio host, Michael Levitis. Thank you so much for joining us. And you'll be back thank with so. more updates. Thank, thank you. you. We're praying for
3: peace. Thank you.
1: Welcome back to the Cindy Gross Show. Our next guest is Mike Rakebrat. He is running in New York's second congressional district, where there is a very, very, Active primary going on. And the reason is because the current uh congressman who happens to be Republican is a rhino who has voted multiple times against Donald Trump and also against his constituents on Long Island, particularly in Suffolk County, which is in a blue state, Major Trump territory. Thank you so much for joining us, Mike. And tell us why you... Are joining this race, you are not a career politician, and you are risking everything for your community.
4: Hey, thank you, Cindy. So it got in a race just because this guy was just voting so awfully. It was just one after another of these votes with the radical left that were just completely ridiculous and contrary to any kind of common sense or just even America first policies. Um, he's not a defender of anybody, he just consistently shows for his own stuff. He's part of the so-called climate change caucus and he's trying to recruit other Republicans into it. And he's just a very divisive and and just a very, very bad candidate, very bad politician. You know, so it felt a strong need to kind of serve. It's what I've always done. I've served. So when this whole infrastructure bill happened, it was, it was the last straw for me. And actually it was kind of funny because I didn't realize Trump had actually put out the word to primary this guy until after we'd actually filed the primary this guy. So.
1: Well, in New York, unfortunately, we have a very weak New York state GOP. We just this past week had a convention. In fact, Garbarino did not get an overwhelming uh, support and love when he was introduced. But yeah. I will say there was something very wrong on Long Island where we had record wins in both Nassau and Suffolk in 2021 that congressional seats uh, not even uh, getting much attention from the local GOPs, which is a very big problem. Tell us what's going on exactly in your district and why people around the country can look at the seat as one we can win.
4: So he's very much removed from the district. He doesn't show up at any kind of rallies or any kind of events or anything like that. He's very closed off from all of his constituents. He doesn't respond to emails, really. He doesn't meet with anybody. Um, his whole thing seems to be this elitist kind of you know personality that feels like he's above and removed from any of his constituents, and it's created a lot, a lot of dissent on just about every side of this thing out here. As, as everybody I've spoken with from every political stripe out here has nothing good to say about the guy as far as his political you know uh, job is concerned. That he doesn't actually meet with constituents or do anything for them, so they're very frustrated with him. So it's very much primed for him to to get the boot.
1: Your district is very much a grassroots district. A lot of grassroots groups come out weekly for rallies uh, against mask mandates, against Cuomo. They were one of the leading areas fighting the nursing home scandals. Tell us who in the grassroots has been working with you. We've
4: been working with a lot of groups. Um, Moms for Liberty is one, Uh, working with uh, Civil and Patriots, Working with uh, Northport, was it not uh, Northport? Um, Huntington, Smithtown, Northport Patriots. Uh, there's been a number of groups. So volunteerism here is like astronomical. Everybody here is very much involved in the community. They're very much involved in things that affect the community and the country at whole. Well. So it's it's a uh, it's it's definitely very uh, very very strongly opinionated uh, area. You know, people are very very motivated.
1: As a Jewish activist, I can tell you. I have taken note that there has been very little action on Congressman Garbarino's behalf, on behalf of calling out the squad, other than maybe a couple of tweets, maybe standing at a press conference he's been invited to, but no initiatives on Israel. Tell us, uh, I know your staff has several people that are Jewish Republicans, that support Israel, that have been fighting the Judeo-Christian uh, fight for years. Tell us some of the things that you have done with your constituents in the Jewish community.
4: My chief of staff, Albert's actually Eastern European Jewish, um, first generation American, um, brilliant guy, smart, smart guy. Uh, quite a few of them are, are on our staff now, actually. And uh, you know, honestly, he just he doesn't support Israel at all. He doesn't stand with Israel. He doesn't do anything to even remotely push. Back. You're talking I mean, about
1: Garberino, not your staff person.
4: Well. Him too. No, no. I'm talking about Gaborino yet. But uh, Gaborino, he doesn't like, I mean, look, you have the whole Iran deal, you know. There is so much room to push back on that against this administration and to shut Iran down completely with sanctions. You cannot let that country have a nuclear weapon. They are the most hostile re- country, you know, probably on earth right now towards Israel and towards America in general. We have to stand with Israel 110%. You cannot let them have that weapon. But here's, you know, we have so-called Congress people who are, are extremely anti-Semitic, say extremely anti-Semitic and violent things on the House floor, and nobody sanctions them. And, and you don't hear a peep out of, of Garberino or anybody else for that matter about it. You know, very few are actually speaking out against it. It's it's disgusting and horrible. With the redistricting,
1: you're, you're like an Oreo cookie. You are a solid red area that yeah. now is surrounded by uh blue. So yes. you could be the voice of Long Island and thus probably a voice for New York state. What do you tell people when they say New York is dead?
4: Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So the other side wants you to think that's dead. The other side wants you to think that there's no Republicans in New York or that we have no you know, real standing in New York. And it's just absolutely not true. I think New York is more a victim of uh, voter apathy in a lot of ways because they've listened to this messaging from the left for so long. They started to believe it, but I don't believe that's true at all. Everywhere I've gone, I've met quite a few Trump, Republicans, conservative Republicans, America first people, they're they're everywhere across the state, across the city.
1: And that's a very big disconnect. Also, the voters are pro-Trump. The people in charge making the decisions are not for Trump. And they rather work with Democrats and be rhinos (coughs) than listen to the people, which is probably one of the reasons why New York state GOP is in the mess it's in. Where can our listeners reach out to you, help you volunteer for you? Of course, Donate to you. And this is a national race that should be looked at because I know President Trump is.
4: Yeah. So they can get us at uh, a com. It's a uh, Mike R-E-K-E-B-R-A-N-D-T at con- for congress.com.
1: And any other uh, thoughts you want to leave our audience with anything about uh, your campaign? Any of your messages that are very strong that resonate not only with your constituents, but with uh, people across the country?
4: I want people to know they're winning. You know, if you look at the the media and the way they try and portray things to make it feel like, you know, you're a terrorist or you're just a a Nazi or racist or whatever other, you know, they want to use. But it's just not true. And you're winning. You're winning on every level. If you look at the mask mandates and all the other mandates being cast aside, if you look at the 31 House Republican or Democrats now retiring, you know, they're not doing that because they're done. They're doing that because they know they're done. You know, you're winning. You're winning. Keep fighting. Keep the pressure up. Double down. You're winning.
1: Well, it's very obvious on Long Island, the uh, sitting uh, uh, Congress people all had a feeling because Kathleen Rice retired and Swazi (laughs) left and Lee Zeldin left. And the lone one is Garbarino, who really is not doing anything and is not getting the kind of support a Republican in his area should be getting.
4: It should be massive, massive amounts of support. And a, a, he's just nothing. It's, you know, crickets. When you mention the guy's name, it's, it's a, it's a damning, you know, silence for him.
1: When is your primary?
4: June 28th.
1: And of course uh you will be back on the show. We have to say that you did pay for this segment and that, you are fighting the uh, American dream, the Constitution. We see what's going on around the world. We just heard from the State of the Union. And, of course, we have the mainstream media against us because yep. now, all of a sudden, Biden fixed COVID. So yep. thank you so much, Mike, Rick, 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 Rick. <laughs> Wait, say one more time, I'm going to pause it. Mike Rakebrand for Congress, New York District 2. Thank you so much for joining the Cindy Gross Show.
4: Cindy, thank you so much for the opportunity.
2: The eight-day holiday of Passover begins at sundown, April 15th through April 23rd, and is celebrated by Jews around the world with two nights of festive meals, the Seder, and lots of wine. Four cups each night to symbolize freedom from bondage. The folks at Royal Wine Corp., the largest manufacturer, importer, and exporter of kosher wine, offers wines from all over the world in every price point. Founded in 1848, Royal Wine Corp's mission is to be the premier manufacturer, importer, and distributor of specialty wines, spirits, and liqueurs from around the world. The commitment to perfection and family tradition spans over eight generations and has experienced growth since its beginning. Royal's portfolio of domestic and international wines ranges from traditional wine-producing regions of France, Italy, and Spain to up-and-coming ones like Israel, New Zealand, and Argentina. Additionally, Royal Wine Corp's spirit and liqueur portfolio offers some of the most sought-after scotches, bourbons, tequilas, and vacas, as well as hard-to-find specialty Items such as flavored brandies and liqueurs. To find out more, visit the Royal Wine website and find out where you can pick up all your wine needs, or order online with discounts on many favorites.
1: Welcome back to the Cindy Gross Show. I am your host, Cindy Gross. I want to talk to you now about a topic that I am extremely passionate about. That is education. You know what? Education is a nonpartisan subject issue, agenda, goal that needs bipartisan support and action now. Why are we going through so much of this craziness around the world, craziness in our country? It's because of the failure of our school systems. And we really must do everything we can to educate ourselves, our neighbors, our family, and our friends And make sure we get out and vote in 2022 on every level of elections. Many of you know that I am the author of the book, Rubber Room Romance, which talks about in a realistic fiction tone, what goes on in our schools, in our cities, especially in minority neighborhoods that are controlled by radical Democrats and have been controlled by them for many years. If COVID brought anything to light, it was that we need this discussion and open up our ears, our voices, our minds, and rethink how we spend money on education. And I'm talking of education on all levels, public school, private school, charter school, and homeschooling. And I'm talking about the fact that Everybody pays for education because everybody pays federal taxes, sales taxes, state taxes, and all ties in to our schools. So don't think you're not involved. Don't think you're not involved if there's a school within walking distance of your home or don't think you're involved or not involved if You don't have somebody in your immediate household in a school, but your neighbor does. Your cousins do. And it doesn't matter if they're in different states, different counties, different time zones. Education is education because right now there is a federal department of education. In 2015, I approached local assembly people and state senators in New York about education curriculum oversight way before CRT was even acknowledged as an issue. I'm talking about critical race theory. I'm talking about the days of Common Core when most of us didn't take the time to actually learn about Common Core. So I want to update this to this week of March in 2022 with everything going on and the headline that I am interested in most this week, besides the State of the Union and the war in Europe and the cost of gas, is that in New York, white enrollment dropped tremendously Along with the mask mandates in New York schools. That is very interesting. And it's more than interesting. It's an opportunity for everybody who is a conservative, pro America first school choice advocate running on local, state, and elected levels for office in November 2022 to actually gain votes from independents and Democrats. I remember very well the primary season of the 2020 presidential campaigns. The Democrats did not want Joe Biden. It was the help of a senior black congressman from South Carolina. You know who I'm talking about, Clyburn. When he came out to endorse, he opened up the Pandora's box for the Biden-Harris candidacy that brought us disaster. It was a black man who brought about disaster and who's been in office many years and encouraging The failure of black students in our public schools. So it's interesting that blacks are the ones that are suffering most in these schools. And now, of course, New York has a black democratic mayor who is more interested in, uh, feeding vegan food in schools rather than dealing with safety or worried about his cryptocurrency salary in his fancy suits and eating at and partying every night, rather than his own constituents. It is very interesting that people forget very, very quickly just how many blacks benefited from the Trump administration's policies, whether or not it was criminal reform whether or not it was advancing school choice. It was President Trump during his presidential campaign in 2016 that actually brought attention to checking in, eliminating or diminishing the power of the federal Department of Education. We have to really discuss what this means, that in the bluest of blue states, it is very obvious that the people getting hurt the most are the youngest minority people, our future. We have to think about that very carefully as we move forward and join together to take back our country. Read my book, Rubber Room Romance. You can find it on Amazon, and I will be sharing weekly updates on topics relating to education. Welcome back to the Cindy Gross Show. I am your host, Cindy Gross, and I'm so honored to have with us our next guest. We have actually spent many historic times together. We've been at the White House for the Hanukkah parties. We were in Jerusalem for the embassy opening In fact, we were on a Zoom group meeting with major Jewish leaders the night before the 2020 election, and he is a friend. Boris Epstein is here to discuss what is going on in 2022 and 2024. You know him as an attorney, as a financial analyst, and of course, as a senior advisor for President Donald J. Trump. Welcome to the show.
5: Cindy, thanks so much. You're a patriot. And and it's a great honor to be with you. And nice to see you. It's been way too long.
1: Well, last time we spoke at length, it was a different world. And boy, I never thought we'd see so many changes in a year. Uh, And people are just frustrated and angry. And I can't wait for the 2022 elections. Can you give us some insight into what is going on?
5: Sure. Uh, There's been this huge, huge, huge Slew of retirements by the Democrats, the most of modern times, 30 retirements from the House. So we believe that it's going to be a major MAGA wave, major MAGA wave from here through November. And, you know, our goal is 100 seats and then for the Republicans to be in power for 100 years. That's what we've been saying. 100 seats, 100 years. It's a, it's a very exciting time to be a MAGA Republican, a real Republican, to stand for America first, to, to be a supporter of President Trump. And that, you know, that contrast of the weakness, the fecklessness of Joe Biden versus the strength of President Trump has been so clear cut. And, uh, and so we believe that there's going to be a huge wave in the House. We do believe we're going to take the Senate. And again, it's a good year to be MAGA. And then we're going to build it into 2024 when, as I hope, President Trump runs for the presidency and becomes the 45th and 47th president of the United States.
1: Well, I say God has plans, and if he would have stayed in the eight years, he would have had to just uh, get, uh, really have eight years of him. And he is more than just a president. He started a For revolution, sure. and this way yes. we could have his power and his voice longer. So I believe that something good will happen, even though we are suffering now through the Biden administration. One thing well, I t- is, as you
5: said, God works in mysterious ways. Right. And the president, uh, President Trump is by far the most powerful person in American politics, the, by far the most influential. And, you know, it was an honor of mine to be at his at rally here in Arizona just a few weeks ago. And the turnout in Arizona, in Texas for this president is absolutely historic and far away, something that's so, so much, so much larger. Than anything ever seen before so the president the president continues to lead the, the movement the MAGA movement and lead the country
1: well I was just in Texas and they don't call it the GOP or the Republican Party it's all the Trump party it's amazing it
5: it's MAGA it's, it's all MAGA, MAGA for sure
1: it was supposed to be keep it but I guess we have to make it again
5: well now we do after Joe Biden with you know the terrible situation at the border we have no southern border the terrible situation with uh, with inflation the, the absolute disrespect all over the world the disaster in Afghanistan and that's why you have your know, his Joe Biden strongly approved numbers and some polling just came out today his strongly approve is in the teens versus his disapprove is strongly disapproved is almost at 50 these are historic numbers we've never seen disapproval numbers like this for a sitting uh, Ill- president. And I think that underscores the fact that Joe Biden is illegitimate, that he did not get 81 million votes. He did not win the 2020 election. He is an illegitimate leader, an illegitimate president. And that is underscored by the numbers.
1: Well, I have to tell you, in 2020, Iran is a pro-Trump candidate. And one of the people that just announced their retirement was Kathleen Rice, who is always a sure thing for reelection. Even Republicans right. went with it's her. It's a D
5: plus A, D plus nine district, of course.
1: And it really isn't And one thing I could tell you that you you are aware as a Jew and I am a very big Jewish Republican activist that the Jewish vote did not come out so big in 2020, but it will be coming out big in 2022 and 2024 because American Jews are concerned about the prices in the grocery stores, the prices of gas. They are concerned about safety in their streets. They see what's going on with parents at school boards. And I'm sure people ask you as a leading Jewish voice in the Republican Party.
5: Well, so here's what we did in 20, and I'm very proud of it. I was co-chair of Jewish Voices for Trump, but you were a big part of the move. We went from 25% nationwide to 30%, still way, way, way too low, should be much higher. But among the Jewish votes, President Trump garnered 30%. But then in Florida, he went from 30 percent in 2016 to 42 percent, the highest ever for a Republican candidate in Florida. It, even Ron DeSantis was only at 35 in, 20, in, in 2018. So we made historic strides, historic gains. And I think it's only going up from there. You're seeing this awful anti-Semitism from the left. You know, I've been saying this for a long time. You know, there are, there are terrible anti-Semites on the left and the far right. The difference is the left elects, there's the Congress, right? they elect their their anti-Semites to Congress, Rashida Tlaib, Alan Omar, uh, AOC, and uh, Clyburn's thing, minimizing the Holocaust. So there's been a long tradition, unfortunately and sadly, of of, of anti-Semitic actions, of minimizing the Holocaust. Uh, From the left, it's disgusting, it's despicable, but we have to fight against it and we have to win. And we have to increase and improve the Jewish vote all across the country, not just in Florida, but in Ohio and Pennsylvania and so many other places.
1: So you did uh, give one of the opening speeches in Arizona. And of course he had a huge rally in Texas. We need to get him to some of the blue states where there are huge Jewish uh, groups that will support him and are supporting him. I mean, it's happening in pockets in New Jersey, Connecticut, New York. That's one of the reasons why we have such a, uh, District uh, gerrymandering going on now because the Democrats are afraid of what is going on. What are some of the elections that you are looking at and where we are going to have some surprises?
5: Well, it's very important to look at the Senate in Missouri. uh, I'm back at Eric Greitens. He's a MAGA candidate, a Jewish candidate. So I'm all in with Eric Greitens in Missouri. It, you know, you've got some very strong MAGA candidates in Ohio. Jane Temkin is somebody I'm a fan of. In Arizona, You've again, these are Senate races. Blake Masters is very strong. We've got a lot of strength out there. A lot of very, very qualified candidate candidates. But we've got to win in in Pennsylvania. We've got to win in Florida. We've got to win in Arizona. And we've got to keep the seats in Missouri, Ohio, and others. So it's vital. And then on the House side. I'm keeping an eye on all the races because it's because I believe that if you're in a district that's D plus 10 or less, meaning leans Democrat by 10 points or less, those are winnable districts. And they're very, very much on the table, on the table for Republicans come 2022 and as we go into 2024.
1: I think we're going to take back Georgia big time and gain a lot of seats. I mean, just look what's going on. I'm so glad that I'm
5: feeling good about it. I am.
1: I'm feeling really good about it, especially since Vernon Jones is now running for Congress and he was endorsed by the uh, president. Yes. And there were several others there. So I think that we're going to make big uh, gains in Georgia. I have to ask you about the international affairs that are going on. When sure. you left the White House, everybody respected America. I mean, and whether or not they were friends, or whether or not they were not as close. There was respect with President Trump and leaders around the world. We see what is going on now. Can you uh, give us some insight from what you know and what we should be looking out for?
5: Sure, absolute disrespect. And that's what's happening. Putin is effectively toying with Joe Biden. And there's this now, you know, axis relationship between Russia, China, Iran, and even India is cooperating with them. there's a huge problem for the United, United States of America, that's what happens when you have feckless, pathetic leadership. You know, we don't have any real steward at the head of the ship. And you know, Joe Biden barely knows what day it is, but his team is so awful and pathetic as well. So we are, that is what we are dealing with. That is what we have on our plate. And that's why it's so vital to elect Republicans to the House and the Senate to check the Biden administration. And that is why, as we continue to fight to bring to bring a cure to the 2020 election, one way or another, we've got to have Donald Trump back in the White House sooner or later.
1: Let me ask you a little bit about voter integrity, because that's something that we're all really concerned about. And you have a lot of knowledge about what can we do as voters to make sure that our votes count and that there's not going to be any cheating. Any possible
5: cheating. Everybody's got to be on the, in the states where we know there was cheating in 2020, Arizona, Pennsylvania, Georgia, Wisconsin. You've got to get on the horn. You've got to take action and you've got to push your states to decertify the 2020 election. Let your elected officials, the state legislators know that there's no other option but to decertify the 2020 election. So that's, that's 2020. And then as you go forward, make sure that you are not allowing even the possibility of any unconstitutional action in your state. So if you're seeing that your governor or your secretary of state is circumventing the state legislature or putting forward unconstitutional uh, provisions for voting, make sure you're being loud about that. Have your voices be heard. Do not sit back. When we take action, again, always, and I say this a lot, color within the lines, right? But color boldly, be strong. As you do that, that's how we make sure that our elections have integrity.
1: Anything else you want to share with our audience?
5: What I want to share with the audience is excitement. I'm so excited. I've said before that 2021 was the year of MAGA. 2022 is the year of MAGA on steroids, and then we just go from there. This movement is growing under the leadership of President Trump. To the Jewish voters, continue to be strong. And don't be shy. Don't be afraid. Let your neighbors know who you're voting for, that you're backing Donald Trump, that you're backing MAGA candidates. As long as we're allowed, as long as we're stepping up, we are going to be victorious. And, And there's a lot of good news coming throughout this year and as we move into 2024 and beyond. So thanks so much for having me. God bless you and God bless your audience.
1: Thank you so much. We look forward to having you again as we get closer to the elections.
5: Thanks so much, Cindy.
2: The eight-day holiday of Passover begins at sundown April 15th through April 23rd and is celebrated by Jews around the world with two nights of festive meals, the setter, and lots of wine. Four cups each night to symbolize freedom from bondage. The folks at Royal Wine Corp the largest manufacturer, importer, and exporter of kosher wine offers wines from all over the world in every price point. Founded in 1848, Royal Wine Corp's mission is to be the premier manufacturer, importer, and distributor of specialty wines, spirits, and liqueurs from around the world. The commitment to perfection and family tradition spans over eight generations and has experienced growth since its beginning. Royal's portfolio of domestic and international wines ranges from traditional wine producing regions of France Italy, and Spain, to up-and-coming ones like Israel, New Zealand, and Argentina. Additionally, Royal Wine Corp. Spirit and Liqueur Portfolio offers some of the most sought-after scotches, bourbons, tequilas, and vodkas, as well as hard-to-find specialty items such as flavored brandies and liqueurs. To find out more, visit the Royal Wine website and find out where you can pick up all your wine needs or order online with discounts on many favorites.
1: Wow, what a great show, and the hour just flew by. I'd like to welcome you into my closing corner and I want to share some personal thoughts about something I experienced this week that I found fascinating. And I think you will too. I was probably one of the only two people around the world that watched the SAG awards. Uh, The SAG awards of Screen Actors Guild Awards and they were last Sunday night and in, in America, it was on TBS. It was hard to find. It was even harder to watch. It was pathetic. There was, it was beyond, it wasn't funny. The jokes didn't make any sense. The audience looked bored. But most important, it proved this week just how Hollywood and DC Democrats, the privileged, feel about COVID and masks and how they treat you, the people who pay their glorious lifestyles through buying tickets and their salaries and all the benefits and perks they get. Even the clothing they get because they get the clothing for free that you end up paying for through deals they make with designers and stylists. Anyway, I just want to tell you it was beyond. And then, of course, we had the sudden discovery that science proved masks don't work, and we don't need masks anymore right before the State of the Union address. So it just goes to show you, we live in a society where lying is allowed, where lying is encouraged, where privilege has a whole different meaning. Privilege doesn't mean merit or talent or ability. It's who you know and where you are. And if we allow this much longer, there's not going to be any more America or even the world, because this is a global problem. We're going to close tonight on some very positive notes. We're going to end with recording star Lavaris' Cancer Culture hit single. And thank you for joining the Cindy Gross Show. And we look forward to having you next week. Please check your local stations AM and FM where you can find us
2: Hi I'm Lavari and this is my song Keep It Moving Cancel Culture
0: Keep it movin', glitch to bite the flow, glitch to rockin' Beethoven Beat bumpin', hard enough to lay hard on me That's how I do it, fit it, can head flip, yeah I flame on it Uh, uh Keep them palms in your pocket, holly It's yes, my favorite flavor, sour apple, lolly And I keep it movin', steady grindin', trolley You can catch me in my black whip with with Lavarbee Keep it moving, now can't you see? Keep it moving no way for me now, down, down near me, keep moving, moving, out the don't Keep moving, now, can't you see? Keep moving, no way from me. Keep moving, now, down near me, keep moving, moving, out the don't Keep moving, now, can't you see?
1: Welcome back to Cindy's Celebrity Corner. I am your host, Cindy Gross. And just like that, the hour flew by. I promised you great guests, great conversation, and lots of information to think about. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please let me know what you think. You can reach out to me through my website, Cindy's Corners, and email me through there. Or you can reach me and follow me on Facebook and Instagram. Never miss an episode. Download it on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcast, Podbean, Jewish Podcast, and you can also listen to us through the Talkline Radio Networks. Thank you for joining Cindy Celebrity Corner. we are All our angles and points meet and where you don't have to be Jewish to enjoy the Celebrity Corner. Thank you and have a good night.